guess we'll find out if you're blind. I live for this. It is on the it's on the far right one, right? Yes, it is. I bet people can hear you so much even now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't push it. <laughs> like salt and pepper. Oh, that breeze feels good. It's perfect now. Mexica! coming in clear i would like to start before we even introduce the name of the podcast because of course we won't forget that i would like to formally on the air dave apologize to you it's fine i post trivia last week was a smidge uh, during advance we were wasting pants and i did not set the microphone correctly i came in beautifully (laughs) As always. Uh, Drew, our special guest, came in pretty well. Yeah. We could barely hear you. Yeah. And it's completely my fault, and I'm listening to it initially going, oh no, I put on the wrong thing. Mm. It's the circle, not the... It's a circle. Not the the interlocking, not the interlocking thing. Right. So I'm so sorry, my friend. It's okay. I I feel horrible. Just don't let it happen again or I'm gone. Absolutely. I will never let it happen again. The last thing I want to do is have all the attention on this podcast to myself. That's exactly what I'm saying. Hey, everybody. Uh, This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. It sure is. I'm Dave. I'm Ralph. And we got some junk to cram into your ear holes. Look at how excited Dave is that he knows people can hear him this week. Yeah. He can hardly contain himself. I'm beaming right now. It's like a new lease on life. Hey, Ralph. I'm not getting a good draw on this bad boy. Uh Uh-oh. I am. I think how, you broke it. How was your fourth? Uh, our fourth was... Uh, so, our fourth was spent watching, like, a weird amount of Letterkenny. Sure. Um, not because we hate the fourth, of course, and are against fourth-type activities, but Claire's sister got married in Red Wing. Ah. Wedding was Saturday night. Rehearsal and rehearsal dinner were Friday night. So, we were driving back, got back around noon on the fourth... And uh, we were drained. You know, we had a late Makes night the sense. night before, partying it up. You know, sure. lots of merriment. Yeah. Kurt you're, and I made a used, trade. You're used while, to merriment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we have a couple more weddings before the summer is over. So, uh, yeah, so our fourth was uneventful. Didn't get any sun. Um, but, uh, hey, you've got one more week with me, and then we're heading off to sunny Cancun. Is that how they say it? Cancun. That's a office quote that you wouldn't know. No, that's right. Um, yes, that is how they that is how they say it. And I'm going to be so tan when we get back. Yeah, you are. So brace yourself for that. You know what's going to be fun with your new wedding ring is the tan line you're going to have on your finger. I've got a wicked tan line on my finger. It's going to be fun. It's, it's wicked fun. So I think this cigar is so long. How long is it? It's so long that I don't have anything funny to say, but I just have to draw really hard to get it through. Uh I think that's what it is. Not used to one this long. (laughs) Ha ha, zing. 
All right, so Dave, uh, we yeah. I, I have actually quite a bit of uh, trade action to talk about tonight. Oh, I think you were uh, you were saying that you know we might not have all that much. Yeah. Um, but uh, we we've got I've got a bunch of I've got a bunch of trade conversations and and stuff to talk about. Um, we also are going to maybe we could start with teasing next week. Yeah. For all of our faithful listeners, those of you listening right now, all um, seven of you, all seven of you. Well, we're gonna need a, we're gonna need ten. Uh, it was brought to our. It was a suggestion brought to us. Was Swill the Swill. one who suggested? Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. Swill's looking for a mock startup draft. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, and so we would like to gather ten of our best dudes. Yeah. To do a mock next week on the air, and we will be commenting as we go. Yeah. Uh, we, we've actually done a mock auction on the air, mm-hmm. but I don't think we've done a mock snake draft on the air. Yeah. So we'll have to think of some fun settings maybe, um, and get that going. But ultimately, if you're listening right now and you're thinking, hey, next Wednesday night, uh, around, let's say nine o'clock, maybe nine fifteen, realistically, central nine fifteen central time. Yes. If that sounds fun to you, please reach out and let us know. We are, we know it's going to be past one of your beds one of your beds bedtime, and yeah. I don't blame him for that. And we can't put him on auto draft. Either, no, so we can't. No fly. auto draft. No. That's not going to fly because then we're just commenting on what the computer's doing. But we're going to get that going next week. Yeah. So we will let listeners come to us for a couple days first. Then we'll reach out maybe in our league, see True. if we can get some people going. I like it. I feel like Rich would be down for this. Oh yeah. Right. Rich. And uh, and you know we're going to see. I I know. I'd like to, well, we'll reach out to Danny. I'd like to get Danny in here in person. It's been too long. It's been way too long. um, So that's going to be our goal for next week. So a little bit of a teaser. Could even see what Drew's doing. That's true. That's true. Or maybe we could get, maybe Mitch. uh, We, you know, I've been talking about getting Mitch in. Maybe he'd like to do that. Um, let's get some guys in here who are obsessed with running backs so that uh, I can draft the way I have grown accustomed. What What about Zach? Wouldn't that be fun? Oh man! I can't. Are, I, this thing. With that I thing. can't get. I can't draw through it. So uh, Zach has no interest in that. He would just be asking me for my advice the whole time, and that's not really how a mock that we're so analyzing. So as is you're go. lighting that, you should be drawing through it too. Yeah. No, I understand how it works. You're just burning the is, foot. Is it? You're burning your mom's foot. I did it once, and I apologized like five times. See? I understand how it works. Much better. I was giving it a jump. You just jumped that cigar. Nicely done. We also have. Okay, now we're going. Now we're going. Okay, so speaking of Swill. Yeah, we also are going to analyze one of Swill's rosters. He volunteered his tribute. In Debbie Demigods. And we're going to look at his Debbie roster. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. We're going to pick through with a fine tooth comb. Let him uh, know what, we, what he can work on. You know, it might be fun. Expect. We look at Swill's team. We comment on it, what we think about it. Mm-hmm. We butcher the Debbie aspect of it. And then Eddie and one of Beer Bad and Brett B, they can let us know what we screwed up. Sounds about right. Because there will be guys on his roster, I'm sure, that I don't even know who they are, yeah. admittedly. I am no Debbie expert. Never claimed to be. No. Nope. Never claimed to yeah, be. Yeah, there's a couple Never guys claimed you to probably be. won't know. Okay. Um, one more thing. Actually, you said you have a... Uh, you said you have, I have a, a mystery, mystery phrase. phrase. Okay, why don't I step around the corner? Yeah, get that, get the heck out of here. I'll get the heck out of here. 
and you uh, you holler at me when you're ready, okay? And try not to step on my little baby toad. First. I'll holler. All right. All right, ladies and gents, we are going to uh, have the mystery phrase be uh, Ralph talking about playing uh, Xbox, whether it be Madden or Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, something along those lines. You know, taking the Dolphins to the Super Bowl, whatever he does, making all those teams with Just Kidding Dobbins. So some reference to him playing Xbox. Um, let's see if we can get him to say it. Let's bring it back in and restart this podcast. Oh, Ralph! <clears throat> I'll also be, uh, I've got some more memes that I've found, some fun stats, um, so that'll be fun as well. Uh, Ralph will probably be sleeping through it anyways. Ralph! Now he's just ignoring me. So welcome to Trips Right with Dave. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm here. You just wanted to do that. I did, I wanted to do it and see how it sounds when we were on the recording. (laughs) Winded. Uh, I played tennis with uh, Travis earlier today. Oh. We haven't played in probably three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, lifting is one thing, like methodical focused yeah, motions. Yeah. But the reacting, you know, I use Did muscles. I play I'm not... with two rackets or yeah, like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If only you guys could see the motion I'm doing. No, the I just the uh, the reacting and a kind yeah. of spontaneous movement. I use muscles I've used. How's your How's your backhand after all these years? Oh, my backhand's as rough as it ever was. Yeah. yeah. Um, How about your overhead smash? Is that a thing? I did okay. Forearm smash. Okay, so Travis, the, the the joke with our friendship is that Travis is instantly good at everything he tries, uh-huh. and it's obnoxious. So I played tennis when I when I was in fifth grade. I started playing tennis. And I played, you know, throughout. I played in junior high. I played for, like, the high school JV team. Yeah. And, and then after that, just for fun or whatever. But he picked it up when he played with me for the first time. And we were instantly at the same level. Like, very competitive with each other. And it was very, very annoying. So today, I won 7-5. And then the second set, I was up 5-0. And he came back. I ended up winning 6-4. Oof. It was a battle. It was a How battle. many deuces were dropped? A lot of deuces, actually. Yep, add add ins, add outs, all that kind of stuff. I've tried tennis a few times, but Daddy's got a baseball swing that he just can't. I can't turn those wrists over. It's true. You gotta sailing it is an easy thing to do, and it just goes up over the net. It goes up over the fence. I can't do it. But my thing about tennis is that tennis is one of those things where you have to play with somebody who's at a similar skill level to you. Because if you play with somebody who's way better than you, you never even get the racket on the ball because yeah. they're putting it everywhere they want really fast. Yeah. But like I've played when I used to try to play like with my brother, he would be sending it over the fence every time. Yeah, you can't yeah. even volley back and forth, and that's no fun either. So yeah, I got a kid, Nolan, who's good at any whatever he tries, he's good at, and he will let you know that he's good at it too. He's he's very humble. Was he the best reaction on the tug of war video? Is he the no, one? that was Graham. Okay, I couldn't remember who the yeah, good that reaction was. was. <laughs> that was yeah, <laughs> and actually, Nolan, we uh, we did fireworks this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, my dad went. Shout out to dad. Shout out to pop. Went to Wisconsin with the boys. Got a like six hundred dollars worth of fireworks, Ooh. and it was like a war zone in our neighborhood. Like every five houses were lighting stuff off. So we had neighbors across the street that were watching us. 
and they would turn and watch over here. They would. It was fantastic. But there was a a long, tall tube that he lit off <laughs> that was on the table, and the table wasn't very level. And so it shot off one, boom, and it oh, kind of. Oh, and table tipped. No, the table was fine, oh. but it hopped on the table. Oh boy. Thunk went again, fell on its side. Oh gosh. Shot into the street and then fell on the ground. Shot two at Nolan sitting in a chair oh, in the grass. Oh my gosh. Probably missed him by a good foot on each side. See, that's my issue with civilians fireworks. It's yeah. just asking for trouble. So from Ask then on, JPP. So from then on we uh you mean JPP. Yeah, exactly. So from then on we shot it from the street. And uh, he had one called a Hillbilly Hoedown. It was the last one. It was amazing. He he done good. It was um, a lot of fun. I was uh, I was being very selfish. Anything else from your Fourth of July? How was your Fourth of July in general? Other than almost killing your kid with fireworks. It was a. I had had Friday and Monday off. So nice. It was a nice forty. It's called weekend. the dream. That's yeah. what we call that. And it was it was needed too. I mean Friday we. Uh, her good friend from um, Colorado came in with her boyfriend, so we surprised her with that. We're trying to get him over to her friend's house. She didn't want to go, Molly. She's like, well, the boys will be the only kids there. and So I was just like, you're going, because I don't want to ruin the surprise. And then right when we pull up, Nolan says, wouldn't it be great if Tori and Garth were there? And that's who were there. Nice. That was pretty funny. Nice. Yeah, and it was just a, a long weekend, and Monday was a, a good day of rest. I made my smoke queso again, which mm. is a big hit. Well done. Yeah. Okay. Took some of that to work for a few people. Nice. Yeah. Awesome, buddy. Yeah. It's good. It sounds like fun. It was hot. Yeah. It was surprisingly not as hot as it could have been for the wedding, because this was, the reception was in there. They live kind of in the boondocks of mm. Red Wing, where they're kind of out in the woods, and they have a barn, and so the reception was in half in their barn, half out yeah. of their barn with a tent. And it could have been much hotter than it was. It was like 80, Oh, but compared to like 95, could have been a yeah. lot worse. And there was a breeze, so that helped. Yeah, there was no breeze here. Breeze, the breeze was nice <laughs> up in Ramsey. No so there you have it. That was my weekend. Nice. You, you selfish prick. Sorry, buddy. It's all right. I'm used to it. Um, do, you have any, uh, do you have any news and notes from the NFL? No, but I do have a couple memes. I teased those as you were outside. Well, how about one? How about one news and notes? Yeah, what do you got? Um, I had already noticed it. <clears throat> Cousin Eddie messaged me mm. to share his condolences. Eric Gilbert officially his uh, his um, oh shoot, what do you call it? Scholarship. No, his he's. He has been cha- designation. His designation has, oh. has officially been changed in fan tracks from tight end to wide receiver. Oh man! And so we are in agreement. I, I we've kind of said at the same time. I will put up with a lot of BS from a player, and Eric Gilbert is kind of a messed up dude. There's there's been bit. the transfer, the transfer back. Yeah. There's been some weird stuff going on. I'll put up with a lot of that for a tight end. For just another wide receiver, not so much. You never know. I mean, he could make it into the league and, and be a tight That's end That's what well. we're hoping. We're hoping yeah. that he gets transferred back because 6'6 six, six wide receivers don't have a very good track record for success. Yeah. 
Six-six tight ends, on the other hand. I mean, look at Kelton Benjamin. <laughs> hey, speaking of tight ends that are really tall, Donald Parham, did he get cut? I don't know. Or is he just at risk of not being the second tight end? I have no idea. Because Jared Cook, and then I think McKitty, I think the talk is that McKitty is looking like he'll be the second guy, not Parham. I'm so all those chances I, I had got, to sell Parham, I got I missed a it. lot of McKitty shares, so I'm all over that. We do. You too. Because when I'm in the third, fourth round of a rookie draft, I will always take, or not, yeah, rookie draft, I will always take the tight end. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. Um, over, not, well, running backs, deep running backs are worth having, but over yeah. a wide receiver or, like, a deep quarterback, I'll yeah, always take the tight totally. end. Totally. I got Hunter totally. Long in a lot of spots because for that reason, you know. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Eric Gilbert, sorry, uh, sorry, Eddie, we can drown our sorrows at some point. Get out here to Minnesota. Let's we'll we'll hang out. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Where is he located? I don't remember. Huh. But far away. Far, far away. Wouldn't it be fun to have all of those guys in town? It really would. If fly I had money, I'd out. go to them. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I had money, I'd fly them all in. Yeah, garage party. Yeah. All right. Let's agree on something. If we win, if one of us wins the lottery, we're flying all the guys here. I like it. Okay, cool. Or if my AMC stock hits. Yeah, there you go. We'll fly them out. Or if I win the league with a $19,000 first prize. Or if I win it. Are you joining? I'm thinking about it. Yeah? Well, good. I'm considering that a recruitment for me then. I'm thinking about it. I'm going to message Max PhillyFan7 to make sure he knows that you're my recruit. Yeah. So, um... (laughs) All right, you got some memes? I do. Memes, memes, memes! Memes, memes, a magical fruit. The more you read them, the more you know. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe no one listens to this. Okay. Uh, this is <laughs> this is actually baseball. I've, I've thrown in a couple baseball-related ones because okay. there's some really good stuff. I'll allow it. Uh, Vlad Guerrero, you remember him? I do. Yeah. Montreal Expos. Yeah. He's got a kid in the league you now. Really? Yeah, Vlad Jr. Vladimir Guerrero was kind of like a monster. He like was. He looked like a he scary was a beast. dude. He could swing that stick. Yep, he could. So... Uh, Here's a, a crazy stat. They both reached 50 home runs in 258 games. He and his kid both did? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty crazy. What are the odds of that? Huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, Pro Football Impact. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I don't know. I'm not. They have ranked the top 10 wide receiver duos. Okay. You want to guess? Or should I just top, so wide receiver duos top in the, ten in the wide NFL. Receiver, yeah, in the NFL. And the t- of the top ten. Yeah, and this may surprise you. Okay, I'm not going to get them in order, but I'm going to see if I can get the ones that are on mm-hmm. the list. So give me a second here. Um, Evans and Godwin got to be on there. They are two. Okay. Uh, Jefferson and Thielen, I bet, are on there. They are three. I bet that... Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. How about um, uh, this is great I, I radio. Knew, a newly acquired wide receiver. Oh, Julio and A.J. Brown. They're one. Okay. They're number one? Yep. 
Four is Metcalf Lockett. Whoa, come, come. <laughs> okay. Like, you I, think I'm just done? Yeah, I gave you one. There you go. Um, I bet. Uh, eh, no, that's a stretch. How about? Do 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 do. Yeah, just give me the rest. This is bad for the listeners. Five Diggs and Beasley. That's well. Oh, just wait. Because okay, so wait, so then we're okay. If we're doing that, if we're saying that Diggs is so good that he's but he's pulling Beasley along, yeah, that means we're probably going. That means we're probably going um, Adams and whoever they're saying the second guy is. No, nope, they're not even. Are on we it. saying Nuke and AJ Green? Not on it. Okay, so Diggs is so much better than those two guys to pull up Beasley. I like Beasley. Well, Don't Beasley's get me wrong. no slouch. Uh. Remember, he's Does Tyreek Hill have a second guy? Well, it'd be Hardman, but they're not on it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what about... What about... Uh, Cupcake. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson? Yeah, they're nine. Yeah, see, I just... I'm not sure about that. Uh, what about... Um, <laughs> I was going to say, give me a team and I'll tell you who it is. but that's, uh, Landry and ODB. Yeah, there's seven. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What about... Um, you got three left. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Cooper and Lamb. You got one of them right. Are they saying Cooper and Gallup? They are. Okay, this 10. list is officially stupid they're to me. They're at 10. That makes no sense. Yeah. No one in their right mind would ever want to have Gallup over Lamb well, the dumbest, on their the real team, dumb, on their fantasy team. The dumbest one crazy is, talk. is yet to come. All right, give it. Oh, wait, Juju and Deontay Johnson? No. That would make sense. But six is Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Okay. It's I mean, I, I guess I could see that. But number eight is Terry McScorin and Curtis Samuel. Yeah, come on. That's a stretch. Yeah. It, to say that, I mean, well, all right. I don't know. I don't even know what to say to that. You know what? It's a dumb list. Next week, let's do our top Ooh, ten duos. I like it. Yeah. We should pick a different position. Production though. note. We should say, we should, you know what we should do? We should say best wide receiver tight end combos. Or we could do best quarterback running back wide receiver combo. The whole tandem we'll think of something. We'll, yeah, think of something. we'll think of something. Although it won't be for next week. Because next week we're going to do our mock. Right. Here's a really fun like my stat. mock song. I just came yeah, up with it. I like it. Could use some tweaking, but. Tweak you. The subject is going deep. Okay. Mitch Trubisky, Ugh. since 2018, has two, count them, two 40 plus yard passing touchdowns. Okay. In that same span, ODB has two. <laughs> so ODB has as many. Oh, ODB passing. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, that's passing. a good stat. That's a good stat. Yeah, Mitch. Doesn't please. surprise me though. No, not at all. And the Browns will stick with the Browns. Uh, they have twenty-five wins over the past three seasons. Okay. Okay, are you sitting down for this? Yeah, I'm, I'm. You can see that I am. From 2011 to 2017, they had 24. It doesn't surprise me. I'm from Cleveland. I know. Let's just Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. 
Cleveland rocks. What's funny? You Ohio. Know, ooh, you know it would be a fun. You know it would be a fun comparison. How many years? Over the past however many years, like the comparison between Ohio State victories in a season compared to the Browns, Ohio State it's has not to. Even... I mean, Ohio State. I mean, but it's funny because Ohio State has what eleven games in a season, yeah. and, and they uh, still get more. Yeah, I know. That would be a funny, but I didn't think of it till just now. I didn't look it up, so that's the end of my story. I'm sure it's out Hope there somewhere it. in the ether. Hope you liked it. Hope you liked it. So do you want to? Do you want to? We can go through your trades now, and then after the break, we can go and analyze Swill's team. What about that? Well, why don't we do some of my trades, take a break, come back, do Swill, end with some trades. Break up the trades a little bit. Because you, you get sleepy pants when I start talking trades. I do. My yeah. mind starts to yeah. wander. Yeah, you don't pay any attention to me. It's really frustrating. I do. I, <laughs> I See, I do all the, all the nonverbal cues. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on. I'm so good at those. You know what? And it means a lot to me yeah. that you do that. I listen without even listening. It's a gift. Whoa, a mosquito! There have not been mosquitoes very much. All of a sudden, we're seeing mosquitoes. Well, now I'm. Oh, and we we on uh, Sunday for the fireworks, we tested out our new bug zapper. Mm. Amazing mm-hmm. that thing. And how was it? Was, it? It, it was, was good, right? It was the soundtrack after to your life. So you light up a few fireworks, and then you just hear. It was pretty awesome, and we didn't even use the attractant that came with it. We didn't have to. Yeah, the attractant is unnecessary in my experience. Yeah. All right, let's start with a trade offer that I forgot to talk about last week, and you caught some flack. Yeah, for it. Kurt gave me flack because. It's pretty redonkulous, if you ask me. The league is IDP C2C. Okay. Uh, so Campus to Canton, for anyone who doesn't know, obviously right. you've got the NFL side where you're trying to win a championship. You have the college side where you're trying to win a championship. And then your college players feed into the NFL. Fantastic. So it's like having Debbie, but your Debbie is scored. Yep. So obviously there are a lot of the college players who in a normal Debbie wouldn't you'd have no business taking because they have no chance of making it to the NFL. Yeah. But in this case, they're very valuable. I did have one more thing, I'm sorry. As I'm right in the it's like we don't even plan this. Reggie Bush, did you hear about him? <laughs> no. He is trying to get his Heisman trophy back. With uh you know all these college players that are gonna be getting paid now and everything. Um He's saying, and there's a big groundswell of following that a lot of people have his back now, that he he rightfully should get his Heisman back. Because Do you think of, he should? I'd just give it to him. I mean, I don't see the point of keeping it from him. On the other yeah. hand, he broke the rules the way they were when he broke them. I know. But so still. the fact that they've changed now doesn't really change anything in my yeah. mind. Yeah. Um, he's kind of being a whiny baby about it. He is being a whiny baby about it. If you just follow the rules, then, you know, there wouldn't be a problem. Orders is orders. We follow <laughs> orders. All right, back to IDP C2C. Yeah. So, oh, and... No, I'm kidding. Okay. So my... In IDP C2C, my team uh, was looking real good. Uh, Dak, Jones, Godwin, Jeff, Justin Jefferson, Beasley. Beasley was my weak point, obviously. 
Kittle. Yeah, but with Diggs, they're the top five. Duo. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and then my and then Gibson, Ingram, Pitts. I drafted this year. Chase Edmonds, Josh Allen, and then it is IDP: Donald, Garrett, Demario Davis, Judon, Kaiser, Jenkins, Marlon Humphrey, uh, Chuck Clark. I know you're really surprised about that one. Uh, Bradbury Dunlap. Okay, so like my team is good, ready to compete. Sure. Uh, I don't remember what the offer was. I might be able to check actually. Um, uh, no, I, I thought it was. Th- oh, no, it, that was in Carpe Debbie. <laughs> Never mind. Just remind. Okay, so I have Justin Jefferson. Now I was willing to trade Justin Jefferson for a. Hold on. For, you know, a mountain of value. Of course. Right? Um, this might be one of my few Justin Jefferson shares, but I, I was I was completely willing to trade him. Uh, hadn't had much for takers. Kurt was ready to... Uh, Kurt was ready to... Um, Kurt was ready to take Justin Jefferson off my hands. Sure. So I think his original offer was something like he would give me Goddard and Garrett Wilson, Ohio State wide receiver, mm-hmm. who would really help me on the on the college side because my college wide receivers are pretty oh. lame. My my college side is, has suffered quite a bit. Um, and then he wanted oh and and his college first, so Goddard, Garrett Wilson, his college first, uh-huh. and he wanted Austin Hooper and Justin Jefferson. I came back to him and I said, yeah, you know, losing Justin Jefferson's hard. I feel like I would need to get Mims back. Oh, sure. And then Kurt, who's very good at tooting my horn, said something like, ugh, I hate making deals with you. That's the perfect guy to ask for. I was like, well, thank you. So then I said, well, all right, I'm going to get a little bit greedy here because he kind of worded it as, all right, what more is it going to take? Because he acknowledges what a valuable piece Justin Jefferson is. He is. And a lot of people aren't willing to pay up for that yeah. because it's kind of this pie in the sky. It's like when you try to trade for Mahomes. Right. It's like it's just not like yeah. not going to happen. So he goes, all right, what else is it going to take? I said, what if I asked for Quiddy Pay as well? Okay. Um, and he goes, well, you know, I... I might, okay, but then what if I get Kyle Van Noy back? And I'm, I'm like, okay, Kyle Van Noy is going back to the Patriots. He's 30. You know, for the sake of getting Quiddy Pay, that's probably reasonable. So we ended up doing the deal where I got Goddard, Mims, Quiddy Pay, Garrett Wilson, college first. Uh-huh. And then he got Van Noy, Hooper, Justin Jefferson. Okay. Thoughts on the deal? Well, I mean, is he in win now mode he is okay because you're not in this league right if he's given up wilson and a first college first i mean he's kind of bucking his college players to beef up his pro players that's basically what he's doing i don't remember what his college team looks like but his uh nfl team is russell wilson david johnson nuke michael thomas Diggs. start three wide receivers gasicki Allen, uh, Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson, AJ Green, Austin Hooper, Matt Ryan. That's a hell of a team. Right. And his IDP is pretty good as well. Cam Jordan, Pierre Paul, Van Noy, Wright, Mosley, Collins, Hyde, Whitehead, Akuda, Holcomb, Okariki. 
I mean, I think it's a good trade for both of you. Yeah. He's he's beefing up his pros. You're getting some uh, some good college uh, players and a, a, a pick. I mean, I I yeah. lost I lost Justin Jefferson, yep. so I had to move Mike Williams into that wide receiver spot. Okay. So my my wide receivers obviously took, took a, a hit. hit. Sure, but I you know I just I think you know I also he also you know this is the thing about trading with Curtis. He knows the guys I like. The guys that are going to make me a little weak in the knees. Yep. So when he knows that Garrett Wilson is not only an Ohio State guy, but I think he's going to be the top wide receiver coming out next year, um, and so that helps me kind of on both sides. It yep. helps me for the college side this year, as well as uh, going forward next year. Sure. Yeah, I think you both win. Nicely done. It's always nice when a trade comes together like that. You know. Both sides win. No one feels like they were raked over the coals or taken advantage of. So, nicely done, both of you. Well, I mean, it's you know, I'm trading with my brother-in-law, so we have a nice, healthy, uh, you got a nice, good, healthy bond. You have going. a good rapport. All right, Carpy Devi double superflex. I'm not in this one either. Okay, so this is one where um, Eddie had sent me an offer. I love the name though. Yeah, it is a great Carpy name. Debbie. Um, Eddie sent me an offer, and it was not a bad offer. It was a generous offer, but it would mean okay. So here was my here was my squad. Squad. Um, Fitzmagic, Dobbins, Adams, Hopkins, Kittle, Goddard, Gibson, Waddle, Lamb, Robbie Anderson, Tua. Um, you know, so there's a couple weak spots there, but yeah. that's a pretty pretty darn strong lineup, I would yeah. say. But it's it's start one quarterback, and then there's two superflexes, hence the mm-hmm. name Carpe Duvi mm-hmm. Debbie Double Superflex. And I only had Tua and Fitz Magic were my two quarterbacks. So, so obviously, tells me you traded for a quarterback. I did. Ooh. So what Eddie offered me, which was definitely interesting, but it was just a lot of you know we haven't been playing Debbie for very long. Yeah. But what I have learned in a very short time with Debbie, and I'm assuming you would agree with me, you can tell me if I'm wrong, is that Debbie players that you we could be so into these Debbie players. This is gonna be the next big thing. This is gonna be the guy. He's he's gonna be great, he's gonna be this, he's gonna be that. And then you get to the NFL draft, it's like, holy mackerel, he didn't even get drafted. Yeah. Like he's not even on it, he's like a seventh round pick, and he was gonna be like the next big thing. Yeah. I mean Tamori and Terry was you know, an appealing Debbie guy. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he murdered someone. That's a right. whole nother issue. But, like, he didn't even get drafted. It's no. like, wait a minute. What What the heck? No. So, you know, it's. I'm thinking in my head, okay, if I give up NFL guys for Debbie guys, I'm really putting a lot of eggs in the basket that's not guaranteed. That's true. So he sent me... He wanted Fitzmagic, Hopkins, Adams, and Singleton, the linebacker for Philly. And then he was going to give me, I wonder if I can find, I got to find what the, uh, I got to find who that's the a, Debbies were. That's right. A lot. He want, that's a lot, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me just find in the yeah, message you look for, here. But the fun of the Debbies too is the, uh, you know, it's like Christmas. It's like, you know, how good are they going to be? Where are they going to end up? That's the whole fun of having the Debbies too. It's like, it could be a dart throw, but if you hit that bullseye, you're the best drafter ever. Well, and sure. You know everything about Debbie. I love that. 
So here's who I'd be getting back. This is the original offer? This is what he had offered me, and then I'll tell you what my okay. issue was with it. <clears throat> he sent me. He would send me Jaden Daniels, quarterback for Arizona State. Mm-hmm. Grayson McCall, he's a quarterback for a smaller squad. I don't remember yep. which one. EJ Smith, running back. Uh-huh. Darnell Mooney, who is the wide receiver for the Bears. Bears so that's yep. an NFL guy. Yep. Baylor Cup, the, I think, A&M tight end, who was hurt, but he was a very, very highly yeah, recruited guy. Cooper's cousin. Uh, sure. Darnell Washington, who's uh-huh. 6'7", the Georgia um, tight end. Yep. Technically recruited as an athlete. That guy's a monster. Yep. And then his 2022 first, 2022 second, and 2024 first. Woofta. Um, so I said, here's what I responded. I said, here's my concerns. I think I'm pretty close to competing. So if I can acquire a quarterback, I think I'm in the running. So it's hard to trade those two wide receivers in particular. Like you trade Nuke and Adams and you're pretty much saying I'm kind of done. Oh yeah. You're resetting. Resetting. And I said, the second point, which is the more legitimate one was in this league, I got too carried away drafting Debbie players, and I barely had enough NFL players to field a roster. So if you lose those guys. So if I trade all NFL guys for almost all picks and Debbie guys, yeah. I'm even more screwed in that area. You, would you be starting Mooney in that instance too? Oh, eat for sure. Yeah. I, I wouldn't – I don't – I didn't look that closely, but I don't think I would have enough NFL guys to start. Oof. I have like Cephas on my bench, Troutman on my bench, and that yeah. might that's like I don't have a plethora of guys. I remember you talking about this. Right. Part. Yeah. And and that was the whole thing that you can draft as many Debbie guys as you want, but you better be able to field mm-hmm. an NFL roster. And so his response was number two does make good sense. I that could be problematic. And yeah. I said, What about number one? That doesn't make sense. How dare you? It's kind of a funny. And thing, also, but. I mean, if if he's having that team, he's that first is gonna be a late first too. Right. Yep. And I believe those I believe this is a league I'm trying to think here. Those picks would be NFL side picks, I think. Which would mean those are Debbie depleted. I don't even think I don't think we even clarified that. I okay. assumed they were NFL picks, which makes it even worse. They yeah. you want the college ones where you're yeah. getting the incoming freshmen that right. are like the right. fresh fresh blood. Right. So Obviously, that was, like, I just, I couldn't do that logistically. That just wouldn't have even worked. So, then Kurt comes to me. And we're talking at the rehearsal, after the rehearsal, after the rehearsal dinner, he and I are helping put up some more lights in the barn that we didn't find out till Friday night that needed to be up. So, that was what he and I were doing. And we were talking trade while we did it. I mean, no, I'm gonna have to relight that. I may as well set it down. So, his idea was Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance to me, okay, and what it would take to do that. His initial, his initial question was, he would give me those two guys, but he wants Spencer Rattler and Garrett Wilson. Ooh. I said, ooh, ooh, buddy. Yeah. I don't think I can do that. No, I... And and I can under... I, I can wrap my brain around trading Spencer Rattler and something for those two guys. I get that. Because he's kind of a numbskull. So, like, I could see him screwing up his whole opportunity before yeah. he even gets a chance. He's a, he's a Bo Callahan. He, he's a little bit of a Bo Callahan, yeah. for sure. Um, 
Were any of your teammates at your birthday party? Uh, I mean, I, no, none I, of us. No, he blacked out. He I doesn't was, even I know if his so teammates drunk, were at his. Were at his uh, I don't remember much of anything from that night, Mister 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 Weaver. So, so uh, <laughs> I got distracted. Such Note to self: Watch movie. it tonight. I know it's so good. So I said, yeah, but Garrett Wilson, like you know, he's a Buckeye. He's gonna be the top wide receiver coming out next year. It's just that's hard. To, that's hard for me to wrap my brain around. So he goes, all right. I thought you might say that. So I have, I have a second idea. Got something in his back pocket. He had something in his back pocket. Always got to do that. Um, what he had in his back pocket was, um, he wanted Spencer Rattler, and he wanted Michael Meyer, highly recruited tight end for Notre Dame. Okay. Who's got another year, I think, before he's out, if I remember correctly. He's a slasher. And... Uh, my 2022 first, which is the, I believe, the NFL first. Okay. Okay. For Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. I said, oh man, okay. I mean, it's, I, I, it's not bad. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, it's fine. But I, I said, boy, it'd be nice to get an IDP guy back just to soften the blow a sure. little bit. Um, so I was kind of looking at his team and like, um, Holcomb was the guy that kind of kept coming back mm-hmm. as like a producing linebacker because that's where my team is a little bit weaker as linebacker. Okay. And so then the talk was, well, what could I return if I got Holcomb from him? Who could I give back? And so we're like looking at some, you know, some maybe some Devi IDP guys. Oh, yeah. So he like brought up Cody uh, Simon, who's the li- highly recruited linebacker for Ohio State. Well, you know how I feel about that. Of course. And finally he said, you know what? I feel good about the deal. Let's do it. You get Holcomb, Lance, and Garoppolo. And he gets Spencer Rattler, Michael Meyer, and the first. Okay. And that was the deal that ended up going through. All right. What are your thoughts on that one? Well, you definitely get help at QB where you needed it. Mm-hmm. So there's a plus. Yep. And if, uh, I mean, if your team hits, you don't really miss that first too much either. Right. So now my team is Fitzmagic, Dobbins, Adams, Nuke, Kittle, Goddard, Gibson, Waddle, Lamb, Garoppolo, Tua, and then Robbie Anderson is the flex that's maybe a little bit iffy. Yeah. This is also the team, by the way, that I have both Bosa brothers. Oh, snap. Which is a big deal for me. Makes my heart very happy. Skips a beat, if you will. Um, yeah, so that's my team. Like, and, and, you know, Kurt, it's funny how sometimes he almost hurts his own cause. Because he said to me, he's like, you know, it really would make sense for you to go to the Brady owner and try to acquire Brady. Because he's going to be cheaper and you have Kyle Trask. So that, like, would make the most sense. Well, I reached out to the guy, and he never responded. And I'm wow. thinking, you know what? what a jerk. I'm comfortable, uh, I'm comfortable with, um, uh, with dealing with Kurt, and so that was it. But I've got some guys I'm really excited about. Jamar Gibbs is one of my uh, Debbie guys. Who else do I have on here that I'm really excited about? Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Wait for it. Uh, I know you're on the edge of your seat over there. I'm waiting. I'm holding. 
Garrett Wilson, Travion Henderson, oh. Jackson Smith Najigba, Mecca Agbuka, basically all the Ohio State top ranked guys coming in. Uh, Eric Gilbert, Bijan Robinson. Get out of town. All right, now I think you're just messing with me and being sarcastic. So I'm not. <laughs> it's okay. So anyway, that was the other deal that I made with Kurt, and that one was at the wedding, which is. I've funny. got a few shares of Bijan. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's to have Travion Henderson and Bijan. That's, that's a fun. That's a fun Debbie room that's right hot there, right for there. sure. Yeah. Super hot. Look, oh, burn my, Careful. burn my fingers, Careful. burn my little fingies, Careful. burn my little fingies. Um, all right, so take a break. Let's do it. Come back, talk about Swill's team. I like it. Debbie, Debbie got Debbie, Demi gods, Debbie, Demi gods. Say it five times fast. Swill is throwing himself on the sword and giving us some content. So. We will be back in two and two. There it is. Debbie, 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 Debbie. Ha! Ha! Yeah! What? Yeah! Oh, this is the one that hits it hard with the... Oh, yeah. This is a hot jam. We don't play this one enough. Yeah, this is a very underrated great song. Go, go, go. Amped up in that refined divide. I'm a brother with a furious mind. Action must be taken. We don't need the key. We're breaking. Something must be done. So rip the mic, rip the stage, rip the system. I was born to rage against them. No, you're enemy. And look it. It's podcast friendly. Not a single bad word. I didn't even think about the potential for a bad word, so clearly I'm not concerned. Oh. All right. Man. More rage. Know your enemy. Gosh. Good job, Dave. That song bangs. Well done. That was a a good one. That was a good one. So I had a a question for you before we start. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) Um, You know, our focus is 99% football. Fantasy football, right? Yeah. I'd say so. Not counting college football. I know you're an Ohio State fan, but... How do you rank, what is your hierarchy with the four pro sports? As how much you're a fan, how much you watch, like how do you rank them? Okay, well, foot, NFL football, number one. Right. Uh, Major League Baseball, number two. Okay. And the other two may as well not exist. Oh, all right. I mean, I will acknowledge that hockey exists. I was done with basketball a long, long time ago. For many reasons that we're not going to get on to here. Sure. Um, 
But I'll just the the general quick answer is that I was done with the NBA when LeBron left Cleveland the first time. Oh, okay. Uh, but more there more recently, there's more reasons. So uh, if if we were gonna assign like you know like uh, percentage points to it, oh yeah, I'm like literally ninety five percent NFL, four percent Major League Baseball. And then the remaining percent just split however you want amongst hockey and basketball. Okay. How about you? I would say 85% NFL, 10% NBA, 4% MLB, and 1% NHL. That's how I do it. I should also say this. Let me adjust adjust my sure. answer yeah, a adjust, bit. Adjust away. I'm just gonna massage it. Yeah, I'm gonna tweak it a little bit. If we were going to this part, if we were gonna tie like a time in history of my my 38 years on the planet, yeah. If we were going to adjust the timing a bit. How long have we been playing Dynasty? It's like six years? Five, eight, eight, seven years? Somewhere in there, yeah. Somewhere in there? Okay. So let's say NFL for the last ten years would be number one. Okay. I would say that the Major League... Ba- it would be a tie for second. Major League Baseball, when I was in middle school... Like when the Indians made the World Series those couple of years, 95 oh, yeah. and 97. Oh, late, Tony, late. Omar Vizquel. Manny Ramirez, yeah. Kenny Lofton. Oh, Kenny Lofton. Oral Hershiser, Charles Nagy. Oh, such a great team. Uh, this isn't dominate day to day. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sandy Alomar. Like all those. Those those Indians teams would for sure <clears throat> be second. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the 90s era NBA Uh would be third, but closely, probably a tie with, like, the Major League Baseball when I was watching it. So, if we're we're doing genres of time, last 10 years NFL, because that's what I'm obsessed with. But then it would be a tie for old, not super old school, Mm -hmm. 90s NBA, 90s Major League Baseball. Okay. Because that was when I was a kid and was like, that was... I mean, you know, we've talked about this last dance, like right in that I wheelhouse. Just, I just finished rewatching it for the third time now. I love that. I've only watched it twice, oh, so you're beating me. Yeah, that's great. So good. So, good. so the reason I ask is um, we have a, a newly crowned NHL champions. Hey, wait, let me pa- Can I pause you for one second? Pause, face. We do have Twitter at. Oh, yeah. Trips Right RD. Trips Right RD. If you would like to tell us how you rank the four major sports. Please do so. That would be great. That's a great idea. Want a beer bad? Get on it. You don't have to do percentages if you don't want to. But if you're committed, you will. If you're committed, All right, you sorry, will. buddy. What were you saying? Do you know what two teams were in the Stanley Cup? Do you want to take a guess? That are playing for it right now? Yeah. The Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. And the Tampa Bay Lightning. Look at you go. I only know that because it was on at the bar tonight when oh. we were at Trivia, and uh, Travis is a big hockey fan. So. Well, the Lightning. I, co- I commented on it. I'm like, yeah. how can the team from Montreal lose to Tampa Bay? Like a Florida team? They should be embarrassed. Yeah. 
Remember the Florida Panthers when they came out? Everybody had Florida Panthers gear. That was awesome. So uh, Tampa Bay, <laughs> Tampa Bay won. You, they you are remember, ne- you remember when when everybody Chris had Farley. had Flo- Florida Panthers gear? Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what I was doing. Uh-huh. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so Tampa Bay won uh, one zip in Game Five. They became the ninth different franchise to repeat as Stanley Cup champions. Oh, was tonight the last game? That was it? Yeah, game five. They and won so five. who won? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay? Yeah. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Nice. Does Tom Brady play for them? Yeah, he's our goalie. So Tampa Bay, Florida has two championships this year it's a hot in two bed. of the main it's sports. Hotbed. Wasn't there. Oh, it was Boston. Boston was one where they won yeah. all four oh, yeah. one year, right? Yeah. It was a heck of a year to yeah. be a Boston it was a heck fan. of a year to be from Boston. A lot of babies were made. How you like them apples? I got a number. You like <laughs> apples? How you like them apples? Yeah, so congratulations to Tampa Bay. Sure. Repeat champs. Sure, 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 sure. So sure, let's sure, sure, let's sure. break down Swill's team. So, again, this is Devi Demigods. Swill, thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate you being idea. a dedicated listener. And Lord knows we need content. Yeah, we do, because <laughs> Dave brought nothing to the table. Except my good looks. <laughs> because Dave, uh, Dave's been trying to make trades all week, and it hasn't been working. Bunch of, uh, For some reason, jerks. I just was trading up a storm the last two days. Yeah. I don't really get it. And in, and in leagues where I can't get trades going, so oh. I'm pretty excited about it. And I've been busy too. Oh, so oh I mean, sure, that's... oh sure, sure, sure. You're not working. Sure. Uh, you know what? I you're on summer vacation. I have been. You know what? I'm. Yeah, what? Let's just clarify something right now. Oh, okay. I am feeding Zach and Laura's cats twice a day. Wow. While they're on their honeymoon. I am also working out and trying to keep this bod tight from a new hot wife. Toy like a toyger. <laughs> Uh, I also um, have been writing thank you notes for the wedding. God, your your hands got so, so sore. acting like I am not working is kind of insulting, I and I you should take it back. I don't take it back at all. So, Devi Demigods, your thank you's going in the shredder. We so. that's okay. Uh, in the card, I should have had Molly write no need for a thank you card. Do you ever get that? Has anybody? Yeah, I've. That's a tons, thing. tons of people have said that. Yeah. But you know what? I write thank you. I write thank you notes. That's what I do. Do you ever write a thank you note for a thank you note? Oh, I haven't told you that story. No. So not all family. Oh, first, first, let me say this. Um, want a beer bad? You got to remind me of your of your real name. Because <laughs> I was drawing a blank. I was trying to do it. Dan. It's Dan. What's yeah. his last name? I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Never mind. Want a beer bad? Dave just clarified it for me, yep. so I'll, I'll get it on there. Um, Because I already wrote on the envelope, AKA want a beer bad, <laughs> but I should probably put his real name on there. All right. Sorry, buddy. Um, Hope you forgive me. So, no, this was funny. So, not all families are big on writing handwritten through the mail. Oh, Molly's out. family's all over that. I could see Molly's family being about that. My brother and sister and I, we were trained from a young age that you wrote thank you notes and you sent them through the mail. And it was even more than that. It was day after your birthday. I remember there were like Christmas days where we would sit in the afternoon and write our thank you notes. No way. But for sure the day after. Like I don't dilly dally, right? So my thank you notes for the wedding, they were done a couple weeks ago. We just are finishing Claire's, um, which is, you know, fine. Different strokes for different folks. 
But what's funny is after my first Christmas with her family, I did what I do. I write a thank you note, right? Sure. And they do Secret Santa. And Claire's sister, Teresa, was the one who, Teresa and Brad, um, her yeah. husband, they drew me and they got me something for, for Christmas. So I wrote them a thank you note. Mm. They, Teresa texts Claire and Claire showed it to me. And the message was something along the lines of, Oh, great. A thank you note. What am I supposed to do with this? I have to put it on the mantle and I got to stare at it. Now, every time I see that, I have to feel bad about myself because I didn't write a thank you note. This is like a, this is like a, this is taunting me like one of those things. It's a big guilt trip. Yeah, it's like a guilt trip. Like that she's not writing thank you notes, so now she has to feel bad looking at mine. So you know what I did? Can't imagine. I pulled out another thank you note and I said, Dear Teresa, Thank you so much for appreciating my first thank you note. It really means a lot to me. So thank you. And it just, I wanted you to let you, you know, something like that. Yeah. And her reaction was exactly what I was going for. She was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> the second thank you note. That's fantastic. So, yeah, I'm, I'm big on thank you notes. My, my ex from a long time ago. Uh, her grandma lived on a lake or something, and so I was. We were there for a weekend, like on the lakes, you know, swimming and riding jet skis and stuff. Oh, I love jet skis. And so I wanted to write her grandma a thank you note, thank you for the hospitality, for letting yeah. me be there or whatever. And my ex, she was like mad at me. She's like, "You're not writing my grandma a thank you note." I said, "Yes, I am. This is the right thing to do." Her grandma, of course, loved it. Sure. It was one of the many times I was in trouble from, from my ex and I got yelled at. But I'm like, I'm writing a thank you note and I'm sending it to her through the mail. This is what people in a society do. Yeah, I don't do it. Do you train your kids to write thank you notes? She does. Yeah, that's a Molly job. Yeah. yeah. But they, they're terrible handwriting, so it's like chicken scratch. They're eight. And me. one's a lefty. I mean, he can't write for sh- for anything. He's a terrible, terrible. Well, he's smearing over everything but he's already written. The kid can draw, though. Sure. Can draw better than I can. Listen, we all have our talents. Yeah. That's what I'm always telling my kids. Everybody is good at some things and crappy at some things. You have things that you you have things. I don't and say if you're, it that way. And if you're not good at something, there's still time. <laughs> well, right. I, I'm like, yeah, the things that you're good at now might not be the same things you're good at later. Mm-hmm. And everybody has things they can improve at. Right. And, and the thing I do with my students is I'm constantly <clears throat> telling them stories from, like, when I was a kid. Because I was a horrible reader. I would, like, read a page and I'd forget what it said. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't retain information that I read. My mom, as an adult, something will come up and my mom will go, You know, I told every teacher you ever had that you had a learning disability and nobody ever listened to me. I'm like, Mom, I don't need to hear that. I'm a successful adult. Yeah, pretty funny. Anyway, all right, Swill. Swill. Let's go, buddy. Let's get into it. So this was our initial startup draft we had. Yes, Debbie Demigod. It's a 12-team, one-point PPR. It is a start to tight end with a two-point tight end bonus. Per two reception. total points for the tight ends. Oh, two bonus. Two additional points? So you get three points per reception per tight end. What's my team look like in here? Do I have good tight ends? And then it's .5 for running back and one point for receiver. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kittle, Pitts, Scotter. Yeah, I think I'm doing is, okay. This All right, is sorry. also... This isn't about my team. No. This is about Swill's team. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to... 
But it's good to have benchmarks to see what you're up against. Sure, 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 Uh, sure, sure. Also, you do not need to start a quarterback. Oh, right. It's two super flexes. It's two super flex. Right. Yep. So this is how... Eddie is like a mad scientist. He's great. And, And this was one where people were basically... Wasn't this the one where somebody talked about doing a listener league? A cyanide man brought it up. Garrett. Yeah. And then, and then Eddie goes, I'm on it. And like within five seconds, he had it, it up. set up, ready to go, complete with a logo mm-hmm. and a sick name, Debbie Demigods. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie's crazy, man. Talk about having stuff in your back pocket. <laughs> and Garrett had not witnessed that before. And yeah. he's like, how did this happen? Like, what? all it's of a sudden, Eddie. we were ready to draft. Yeah, it was it's great. Fantastic. It was great. Um, so Swill's team name is one of my favorite team names ever. Resting Mitch face. <laughs> Mitch, please. Mitch, please. So these are his starters as he has them now. Um, obviously, there's going to be a few suggestions to swap some guys out. but Well, he's got the best player for this format right off the bat. He certainly does. So. Yeah. Right off the bat, Montgomery at running back. I mean, that's, that's not who I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so at running back, he's got Montgomery. Wide receiver, he's got Ridley. Um, and then it's start two tight ends, so he's got Kelsey and Ferkser, so not too bad there at tight end. But you take Kelsey and combine him with Ferkser, yeah. and that's better than two more middling tight I oh, mean, he's yeah. Kelsey cancels out yeah. anybody else. That's the best player. And then the how the lineups shake out is then you have four flex positions, mm-hmm. either wide receiver, running back, tight end. And two super flexes. Yep. Yes. So he's got Scary Terry, Terry McScorin. He's got Debo Samuel. He's got Claypool, Corey Davis as his four flexes, and then his super flexes. He's got Herbert and Hertz. Do you remember what Double the H. Do you remember what the scoring is like for the quarterbacks? Like it's pretty standard. It's pretty standard. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's but it would be silly not if you can start quarterbacks there. You're gonna. I think win it's too, right? six points per passing touchdown. Interesting. Yeah, is what it was. Okay. Uh, his bench. He's got your favorite quarterback, Cousins, and he's got Fitzmagic. Uh, running backs, he's got Moss, Gaskin, Edmonds, Dylan, your guy, James Robinson. He's got DJ and Michael P. Ryan as his running backs. Wide receivers on the bench, he's got Mooney, Hardman, Lazard, Reynolds, and Bowden. His tight ends are Ebron, Knox, and Moali Cox. Yep, 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 yep. yep. All right. And uh, his taxi squad is Schwartz. Tutu Atwell, Roundtree. And then he's got uh, Kevin Harris, running back, South Carolina, uh, 2022 player. And Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver, Ole Miss, uh, 2022 player. Yep. And then here's the rest of his Debbie. DJ Rogers, tight end, TCU, 2023 player. Do you remember where the Devies the, the were in the startup? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't remember either. No. Um, JT Daniels, well, QB, Georgia, 2022. Uh, Jerkovic. Who? Phil Jerkovic. It was only one draft. Quarterback, Boss College, 2022 player. Kyron Williams, running back, Notre Dame, 2022. James Mitchell, tight end, Virginia Tech, 2022. I'm sensing a theme here. Chris Rodriguez, running back out of um, Kentucky, 2022. Parker Washington, wide receiver, Penn State, 2023. And Trayvon Morgan, wide receiver, Kentucky, 
2022. This is Devi Squad. Um, so I was just I just double checked, and the draft this startup did include the Devi. Okay. Drafting IDP placeholders, and you had to immediately declare who the player was. Yes. Who was the ID or who was the uh, Devi they were drafting? Correct. So really quickly, um, I pulled up the draft. If we want to just quickly look at kind of how he picked, where he picked. Yeah, if you have that, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, I do have that. And he, because he waited on, because he waited on the Devies for quite a while. Um, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of the big name Devies that other guys would have. Right, and we can dig in in a second. And we should also say, I mean, only speaking for myself, I'm no Devy expert. Right. Like there are names for Devy that are guys that are probably really good that I just don't recognize because I am not immersed there's guys you latch on to there's guys you yep. know there's right. guys you hope you get and there's guys you want to get so yeah. if you know so if some of you guys who are like the intense debbie guys want to you know send us some comments or even send swill your comments straight up that'd be great you know eddie's been nice enough to send us some debbie analysis for our yeah. guys like really early yeah. on and, and that was really helpful in kind of getting the vibe so so he took um, so Swill took Justin Herbert at one eleven, and it was a very very quarterback heavy first round. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it was all quarterbacks except for Jefferson, McCaffrey, Kittle, and AJ Brown. Okay. He took Kelsey. So I I took Kittle at the one ten, and then Kelsey lasted to Swill around the turn at two two. Okay. Um, which is you know I mean that's basically just age is the only reason I skipped on him, but that's that's a huge. That is, that's a huge bitch. Um, third round, 311, Calvin Ridley, 4-2, Terry McLaurin. Okay. I mean, neither one of us is going to have any issues with that. 5-11, Jalen Hurts. 6-2, James Robinson. Now, this was before they drafted ETN, yeah. so that looked a lot better initially. Yes. Uh, Claypool in the seventh round, Montgomery and A.J. Dillon in the eighth and ninth rounds. Okay. Again, that was like when there was some question about Aaron Jones yeah. and if he was going to end up being there or not. Tenth uh, round, uh, just terrible quarterback. That was a horrible pick. Um, and then he took Kirk Cousins. Well, I figured, yeah. yeah. Uh, then he took a Debbie in, at 11 and 13 with Zach Moss in the middle. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so he waited till round 11 to take a Debbie. Yeah. And, you know, as a comparison, I mean, my Devies, I took round six and seven. The first Devi was f- round four. Uh, at four nine, there was a Devi taken. So, um, Devi's actually lasted a bit that people were not jumping on it. But this yeah. was also, this is a group of people who really knew what they were doing, right. too. So, anyway, so that was a little bit of that startup okay. and where Swill took some of those guys. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what do you th- what are you thinking when you look at his team? Yeah, I, he's got a really strong uh, starting roster. Um, obviously, having Kelsey in a, a three point PPR for tight ends is is pretty awesome. Um, and with Ferkser, I mean, he's he's going to get looks too. So that's not a bad one two punch like we already mentioned. He's still looking to be the starting yeah. tight end there, right? He is. You're you're always still wondering where Zert's going to end mm-hmm. up, and I have heard rumblings that that is a place where if they're trying to build this Super Bowl quality team, yeah, that Ertz could end up there. But so you still, never know, if but... Ertz does land there, Ertz can't stay healthy anyways. <laughs> well, fair enough. So, but yeah, I mean his starting roster. I mean it's you know Corey Davis, Claypool, Samuel. I mean those spots could be a little stronger, but generally speaking, 
I mean, Gaskin could be the starter. Edmonds could be the starter. Mm-hmm. Um, Robinson could get used just as much. Yep. It kind of depends. And, so, I mean, having Hardman on his bench uh-huh. as a, a spot starter, too, that's that's pretty darn good. So he's got some deep guys that could really work into that starting lineup. But that is definitely a competitive starting lineup, yeah, for sure. for sure. Not a ton of depth behind it. But I really like those quarterbacks, too, because you're not required. Yeah. So, you know, having Hurts, who I don't think is very long for the league, but, you know, Cousins, Fitzpatrick, you got a couple of old guy, older guys. Herbert, obviously, is awesome. That oh, was yeah. his first-round pick. Yep. It's a great pick. So he's got a lot of players that he can get into that um, into those super flex spots. Yep. So, yeah, digging dig in the starting lineup for sure, and he's got some nice depth as well. Totally. Um, you know, a couple guys where the shine came off, which it could be expected. I mean, Josh Reynolds obviously lost his luster when they took – when they. Um, signed julio yeah and dawson knox there's talk that he could get replaced so a couple of those kind of things but generally pretty yeah, solid pretty solid indeed um and you know i've never been a fan of Bowden. he's a gadget player um you know one thing that i see is his taxi squad i mean if possible if he's able to drop you know one or two guys from his roster and get those taxi guys I mean, he can put his Debbie guys in a taxi squad, too. True. I always like to have, in my Debbie, if I have a Debbie league, a team, my taxi squad is all Debbie players. Well, because you can't play them anyway. Exactly. So there's really no point in having NFL guys in there, unless you're trying to strategically lose, Mm -hmm. which it does not appear that his Mm -hmm. team is good. I mean, as long as you have Kelsey at the age that he's at, in a three-point tight end premium... You are not trying to lose. Yeah. So, I shouldn't say trying to lose. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, you could, there's nothing, you can put anybody in your taxi that you want the of the young guys. So, if you're not looking to win because you think you're another year out, yeah. then fill it with all NFL guys. Let the Debbie guys fill your bench. Right. But for anybody who thinks they're competing even a little bit, you fill it with yeah, Debbie. Exactly. Uh, and then one thing I noticed with his Debbie players he has a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Two of those ten are twenty twenty-three players. The other the rest are twenty twenty-two. So once that draft comes around next year, you know, he's gonna need a lot of, of Debbie players to fill in. Right. Um, to draft a lot more. Right. And he's gonna have to figure out who of the pros is he going to have to cut or does he want to cut these Debbie guys? So that's what I found out when I first started Debbie is trying to find a healthy balance of different years and different positions in each of those years. Um, It's a delicate balance. I have not looked at years for Debbie players at all. I do. And I probably should, but I haven't. It has not bit me in the butt yet. Mm Mm-hmm. But I could see where it could. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I will say, too, that um, I have never... I don't think I've ever cut a Debbie player. I will always cut the NFL guys mm-hmm. because I know what they are, yeah. I think. And any Debbie player coming in could be the next big guy. It's true. You know? So that's that's kind of the way I look at it. So I I've never cut a Debbie guy, and I mm-hmm. I'm I, I think I'm going to keep going with that. It just feels like 
there's such a wild card. You don't cut the wild card. You cut right. the guy where you've like seen enough to know. You know who he is. Right. Yeah. And he does have a nice healthy balance also of positions on his Debbie squad. He's got two quarterbacks. He's got two tight ends. Well, JT Daniels, um, quarterback from Georgia, the transfer from USC, mm-hmm. he's got it. He has to have been one of the higher guys that he yeah. took, I would think. Yeah, and he's got three running backs on the rest wide receivers. So he's got a he's got a good healthy balance of positions, which is good. He didn't put all his eggs in one basket. Agreed. So he's got a, a plethora of positions he's working with. So do you see I, I don't think I mean I think it's a point of preference. I, I personally don't want to make trades between a startup and the first season mm. of a league, mm. I've drafted the team I want, and I have no reason to. I have no reason to. Uh, I have no reason to make any trades unless I'm, somebody approaches you with an offer. Sure, and they're really gunning for one of your players. I'll think about it. I'll entertain the thought, but I'm the same way. These are the guys I drafted. This is my team, and I want to see what they're going to do in the first year. But I also think people draft. There are people that draft, quote unquote, best player available. Yeah. Don't worry anything about position or anything about anything else, figuring they're going to be looking to trade. Yeah. I, I personally, in a startup, like, sure, I'm looking for best player available, but I only want my guys. I want the guys that I want to have on my yep. team. So I have no interest in trading right after a startup because if I draft, like, you know, Amari Cooper might be the best guy technically available. Mm-hmm. I want nothing to do with him on my team. I'll skip him over for a guy who might not be seen as a consensus better player, but who I would rather have on my squad. You know, nobody would, you know, most people would take Cooper over Lamb. Not, not me. Right. I would take Lamb over Cooper a million times out of a million and, and uh, not think twice about it. A so. million times out of a million. Yeah, that's how many drafts I'm in. It's yeah. a lot for sure. Yeah. Time I, I definitely do like his wide receivers. He's got a, a good uh, yeah. glut of wide receivers. And, I mean, Mooney's got a chance to really step it up this year, too, and going forward. Yeah, I mean, he's got <clears throat> he's got some... He's got some question... I mean, he's got some question marks. I, I think he... I, I think Swill should be... I think he should be realistic as the year starts going about how things are looking. Because when you look at his team, nothing here... I mean, other than Kelsey being Kelsey, there's nothing here as a sure thing, really. Right? I mean, Montgomery sucked against the tough matchups last year, and then he dominated at the end of the year when the mm-hmm. easy matchups. Mm-hmm. You have no idea how much that might continue. Is he the guy? Is, is Tariq Cohen and, and Fields coming in being a running quarterback? How much is that going to take away from him? Sure. Ridley being the number one guy. I've... Personally, I feel like I've seen it not be very impressive when he's the number one guy. Yeah. He's a better second fiddle to Julio. So how's he going to do when he's the only guy he and Pitts, you know? Um, Ferks, we already talked about. Uh, McLaurin will have a better situation this yeah. year, so that's fine. But, like, you know, Debo, nobody knows how that offense will go when everybody's healthy, when Kittle's healthy, when Especially the running backs with, are healthy. Ayuk there, too. Yeah, yeah. Ayuk healthy, sure, everybody. Yeah. Um, Claypool, he's got Big Ben getting old. He, he was had some inconsistency for uh-huh. sure. Corey Davis broke out late, and now he's going to the Jets, and they've got a rookie quarterback. Yep. You know, Herbert was amazing, but we've seen quarterbacks be amazing in their rookie year, 
and then teams figure them out and get some tape on them, and all of a sudden they learn how to shut down what he's able to do. Is he going to be able to adjust? We don't know. Yeah. And then Hurts, I think, is pretty poopy pants. Yeah. But, you know, so I, most, most people really like him. <laughs> his mom loves him. His mom loves him, absolutely. His mom drafts him any chance she gets. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, that's how I got CEH at 1-5. So, uh, Dobbins, Dobbins, no matter what. Oh, and I still get CEH. Thank you. Boy, that's a league. What league is that? Uh, gridiron, gridiron. That's a league where nobody trading with me has been awesome because now I look at my team going, well, this is way better than if somebody would have actually traded with me. (laughs) Anyway, so there are definitely, there are definite question marks here. So this, this year could start off incredibly for him. And he could be ready to dominate. And you also have... I was thinking about this the other day. You have to... You have to be realistic about where your team is after the first, you know, three games or whatever that when there aren't buys. And then you also have to see how does your team handle when the bye week starts. It's true. Because you might be 3-0 and when your team's at full strength, but if you don't have the depth to overcome those bye weeks, all of a sudden you go from 3-0 and to, you know four and you know four and four and yeah. things can escalate quickly yep. um so i think you know if things aren't rolling super well i mean he should probably be realistic about any running back seeing what he could get and and if things really go south what can you get for kelsey i mean that's really in my opinion but i mean but with his age people aren't paying for him so kelsey is almost like especially in a league where it's tight end premium so he's that valuable yeah. you're, he almost just has to die on your team because nobody's going to pay what he's truly worth unless you're talking late season and there's a guy who's trying to win who has like a dud spot and, at tight end. and is con- if he convinces himself he can win he'll convince himself that he needs to pay up for kelsey i mean in the right situation somebody would pay up for kelsey in this format you know, rent them for a year to win the the championship. Yeah. Don't you feel like when there's somebody who I don't want to get completely off of Swill's team. This is a little bit philosophical. I feel like that was a good analysis. Was. <laughs> don't you feel like you and I have each won championships? We know the feeling of winning a championship, Many, and it feels great. It feels freaking amazing right don't you sometimes feel like when you're talking to somebody when when i have a team that's rebuilding and i am selling studs like i just keep thinking nuke where i've tried to sell nuke and get like a first and a young player i like a first and two young players i like and i'm looking at the other team and i'm looking at them going holy crap you add nuke to this team and you ow (laughs) jeez that mosquito one um i'm looking at their team going if you had nuke to your team you are putting yourself in the championship yeah done period <clears throat> and when they're weird about well oh, he's he's uh you know he's on the downswing he's older like oh i don't want to give up a first and then uh don't you kind of feel like a lot of times when you're hearing that it just comes across as someone who's never won a championship mm-hmm because if your team is a wide receiver away and somebody's trying to get nuke for a guy sitting on your bench and a first, yeah. 
or you know a first and a second or whatever <clears throat> paying up for that is so worth it yeah you can't put a price on that championship you can't you just because can't. in the history of the league when it shows past championships they cannot take your name off that unless you leave the league oh they can't take that away from no, me they can't i think it actually stays if you leave the league so sometimes it just yeah. feels like uh, some of the people who aren't willing to pay up for Kelsey, if you're short a tight end and you're like pushing those playoffs, it just feels like you've never won and you don't yeah. realize it's worth it to pay for that. But Or, I mean, people are trying to undersell it too and just try to get the player for less than what they want to buy him for. Try to downgrade his value. But yeah, I get what you're saying. People are weird. Look at you go. Humans are weird. Humans are weird. True story. <clears throat> Swill, ultimately we really like your team. Yeah. We think you did a good thing here. Did he say this was his first Debbie? I think so. I also think that the strategy of if you're if you are <clears throat> if you're going into I, I think the same thing goes for IDP. If it's your first IDP, if it's your first Debbie. I don't think you want to be the early IDP person or the early Debbie person. I think you want to stick with what you know. Yeah, he does say this is yeah. his first Debbie. So I think if it's your first Debbie, I think you hand, he handled it right to not get carried away on the yeah. Debbie. Don't get too cute. Right. Don't get cute. Do what you know and establish a good NFL team uh -huh. until you get the hang of things. Um, and I think the same is true with IDP. Like, don't get the early IDP guys if you're not used to IDP. Right. And I think that's that was well handled by yeah, him as well. Totally. And, I mean, on his bench, he's got guys that will step in in the event of an injury or a buy. So, I mean, his, his bench isn't terrible either. Yeah. And, you know, once Hertz crashes down and, <laughs> you know, blows a, an Achilles or his knee... A Cousin, he's Achilles. An Achilles? Yeah, he's Achilles. An Achilles. Uh, Cousins will be there to step in. Sure. Or Fitzmagic. Sure, 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 do sure, sure, Do you sure, believe sure, in Fitzmagic? <laughs> and Moss, I mean. And I know you do. Singletary's not a, a sure thing to take over that running back position. True. So Moss could be the guy. He just don't know. <laughs> and Edmonds. I really liked Edmonds until what's-his-nuts joined. Yeah, I mean, I've got some, you know, sure. And DJ. Don't sleep on DJ. Don't sleep on him. No. Don't sleep on him. So, yeah, Swill, you did good for your first uh, your first go-round. Yeah, I think so, too. And well Uncle done. Eddie, if you want to chime in on our analysis. Because he's got some deeper Debbie guys that I'm not sure about. So. Yeah. And <laughs> we didn't prep it to know enough, and we didn't do the research, right. so, admittedly. All right, ready for some trade conversation? When am I not ready for I know, trade right? conversation? All right, let's start with NFFL. This is the league that Tadog needed a uh, needed somebody to take over a team, and okay. I have come in and made it my own. Nice. And I am doing my classic. Actually, wait. I want to. I want to start with this. In in a different league, I put out. In a different league that I've made a lot of trades, and I'll go back in a second. A guy says that he's looking for tight end or wide receiver. Okay. So I sent him a message, and I said, Troutman is available if you're interested, or Chark, for that matter. Because I'm just trying to get picks and young players, whatever. Yeah. So he goes, 
Uh, you're looking for picks too? Seems like folks are already blowing it up and waiting for 2022 before camp has even started. And I said, I'm looking to acquire picks and youth. I'm going to be bad for a couple of years. Figured I'd throw it out there. His response to that was, I hate that idea. Dynasty is hard on me for that reason. I want to compete every week. Can't stand knowing I'll lose going into Sunday. Maybe I'm a redrafter at heart. Maybe you should get out of Dynasty. Because I think we're both in agreement that obviously the goal is to win, but yeah. sometimes your team is not in position to win, and yeah. you've got to scrap it and give it a couple years. And there's you, a, As we always say, you either want to be on top competing right. or you want to be on the bottom rebuilding and gunning for that number one pick. And I think he can't wrap his – this guy mm-hmm. can't wrap his brain around that being on the bottom strategically a, on purpose. He's a middle-of-the-world guy. Right. And, and his team is good. Like, that's not an issue, but – but he just basically said, like, I, he just can't wrap his brain around the strategic losing. But sometimes your team, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Um, so I, my response to that was, well, I'm in 35 leagues, so I'm not in this situation in many of them. Watch out for me in 2023. Look out. And he goes, holy shnikes. You're another one who's got that many teams. Did I play he, four. Did he really say holy shnikes? Well, no. He used a bad word that and I'm not going to say. And also, if you're in four dynasty leagues... You may not have the experience of... He's in two redraft, two dynasty. Oh, then, yeah. He does not have the experience of actually being there and and rebuilding and winning and all that good stuff. And they haven't... He probably hasn't been in them very long. He has no idea. Because if you've been in them for longer, you would have acquired more because nobody can stay in just two dynasty. You'll get there, young buck. (laughs) You'll get there, young buck. You'll get there. So I think I, you know, he was just impressed by the numbers. And I, I, I said, yeah, it's basically a business at this point. Like, just very methodical yeah. about how I do it. But Totally. But, uh, yeah, he, he, wasn't, uh, he wasn't digging that. So, so anyway, so this was the conversation. So in the league with Tadog's, uh, um, uh, orf, the orphan that I took over in Tadog's league, I put out basically, of course, that Anybody older was on the block. All my running backs were on the block because my goal is to be bad. Yeah. So this guy messages me and he says, how much for the Gus bus? (laughs) That's Gus Edwards in case you were wondering. I said, great choice. Step into my office. Looking it over. And I complimented the guy because that's what I felt. I said, man, I love your team structure. And you got my man Dobbins. So Gus makes even more sense for you. Thank you, sir. Still trying not to overpay. He's making sure to throw that in there. Don't want right. to overpay. Don't want to overpay. No one does. Uh, not sure how the others feel about Gus, but clearly I might value him the most. So I said, 2023 second? Figure he's too productive for a third, especially two years out. But if Dobbins goes down, he's worth a first to a contender in that offense. hey uh, And he says, are you saying I'm a contender? Lovey-dovey face. <laughs> I said, you're a young contender, which doesn't get better than that. Okay, he says, cool, thanks. I appreciate your offer, but if but I was looking it over, and Gus is at his best still a high-end running back three quality flex player. Is there any player combination of picks we can work out? Maybe 2022 third, 2023 third, some other player plus. His value skyrockets if JK goes down. If. And but you know what so I does that. All those ifs, if my aunt had balls, <laughs> she'd be down. That's what I always say. Uh, you know, I see a headache timeshare coming if, you know, Lamar Jackson ceiling carries and whatever. He's got all the kind of basic Ravens talking points. It's fine. I said, I guess I am the highest on Gus because 
I'm I'd start Gus on a team where I'm starting everywhere else. Like sure. that's you know. Uh, so I said, well, Lamb is my favorite guy in your team. Want to work something juicy that includes him? I love Lamb. <laughs> and he says, just looking at last year's numbers, both had their opportunities. So again, he's talking about like why Gus isn't worth more. Yeah. And he says, how juicy? I'm. <laughs> he said. He said, I don't know how juicy. I remember I'm wearing all white, so be careful. I don't even know what that meant. So I said, I said, how about T. Higgins, Ronald Jones, and Gus Edwards for Lamb? That might not be close. And he gave me a face. I said, okay, okay. He said he likes Higgins. Obviously interested in Gus, Roger, not so much. I said, I consider working in Andrews, but he has Hawkinson, so I don't think he'd want that. Oh, juicy, because he's wearing a white shirt. He doesn't want to get any right. juice. Exactly. That's what it means. I said, how about Higgins, Gus Edwards, and my 2022 second for Lamb, and it's going to be a high second because I intend yeah. to be bad. And he said, I actually like that. So do the deal. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Now, before I could even respond, he says, what else could I add to land Zach Wilson? Now, this is also the league that will be coming, well, it will be becoming super flex in two years. Okay. And I took Trevor Lawrence at one. Yeah. And I got Zach Wilson like one nine or one ten because people weren't thinking about him because it's not super right. flex yet. So I said, well, the twenty twenty three first would for sure do it. That was probably optimistic. I said I I like other guys that you probably wouldn't part with Claypool, Pittman. I love J.K., but I'm in a full rebuild. Um, he said I'm lower on Pitt. He said either wide receiver could be had. So I'm thinking this is going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, he said, you know, eventually I sent one. He said, dang, that's a tempting offer, but I'm going to have to pass on the juiciness. He started putting it into trade calculators and, send, and sending me the screenshots of the trade calculators. He's saying, one of those. Yeah, so saying that the one, because he had sent one, he wanted Gus Edwards, T. Higgins, and my 2023 first for C.D. Lamb and his 2023 second. Well, I'm not giving up my 2023 first. I'm still going to be bad. Like, my 2023 first is probably still going to be the top pick. So I'm not giving that up, right? And he's showing, well, it's actually closer than the one you had proposed. I'm like, okay, but the one I proposed that he said he liked was 198 to 195, and his side wins, according to the trade calculator he wants to use. And he even said he liked that deal, And he said he liked it, exactly. Some people's kids. So, pardon me. You're pardoned. So I said, I don't use trade calculators. I know my values. Sometimes they match a calculator. Sometimes they don't match a calculator. I countered with the offer you liked before you mentioned Wilson. It's fine if you change your mind, but I'm not planning on being good in the next two years. So sending my any of my first is counterproductive. And I said, thirds are better... And I said, thirds are better than Gus until someone loses a running back and needs someone serviceable. Yeah. So I'm better to hold him and inclu- or to include him in a bigger deal with something else. Right. And, and he says, true, but as the JK owner, who else would pay as much as I if JK goes down? Then we got to think, what if no one goes down too? I can't say that what something will be until it happens. JK maintained his health and produced... And outproduced Gus last year. Of course he outproduced Gus last year. He's better than Gus. Nobody's arguing that. I want the insurance plan, but not sure if I will need it. I said, that's the point of a handcuff. 
he's going to be more expensive than what I'm asking now if Dobbins goes down. Because he's good right now. You can start Gus Edwards right now. And it's now. better to have him and not need him than not have him and need him. Because his value is going to go up. And I'm thinking, like, you're going to be... I said that right. Yeah. I'm thinking if 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 JK goes down, you're going to be fighting all the other owners to try to outbid, me, outbid other oh. people for him. Because he doesn't do me any good. It was just very weird... And so then he starts going into, he says, all right, how about a 2022 second? Hard to move a 2023 second. I have a feeling you know your college football. And I said, obviously I do. That's why I'm targeting 2023. Because then he starts going in, he going, go, t- starts talking about, well, you know, what if it's Bijan? Or what if it's DJ or another quarterback? And McClellan and Milton and Boot. And he's giving all the names that I already know. Like, I get it. 2023 is going to be a great class. Yeah. I already get all that. And he starts going on and on. At this point, I'm just freaking annoyed. I don't need Gus Edwards on my team. I want to lose. So finally, I just accepted the 2022 second for Gus, and yeah. I was, like, moving on with my life. I figured that was just a minor victory. Yeah. But it was an annoying exchange because ultimately what I said after I accepted it, I because he said, oh, that, this is the true beauty of negotiation." What I said was, next time, just don't say you like a deal if you don't like a deal. And he was three points up on the trade calculator. Right, that he's saying is the Bible. So I I don't really, it was just very annoying. LOL, I did, it's just losing lamb hurts from the start. I only wanted to talk Gus. Someone else wanted to make it juicy. I'm like, yeah, but you said you liked it. So that was where the annoyance And if the juice is worth the squeeze, you go for it. wise words i should be writing this shit down yeah you should watch your language though uh, all right i should be writing this stuff down thanks dad all right <laughs> all right the last league where i have some trades to talk about this is the aaf 14 team dynasty this is the one where i traded nuke for less than he was worth okay where i have watson but i'm trying i like holding him probably makes the most sense for my team because nobody's gonna pay for him right now and i don't want to win right now anyway so i'm not gonna get into the whole big discussions but i was talking to one guy about some deals and then this other guy swooped in and just blew his deals out of the water so i kept going back to the messages going dude i'm sorry but i couldn't turn that down like what do you want from me yeah there was interest in from from my team. There was interest in Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh yeah. There was interest in. Hold on, let me get to. But that jawline, though. I, oh, yeah, I mean he's a beautiful man. Chiseled. All right, there was interest in Garoppolo, Damian Harris, Nico Collins. Wow. Right. So the last trade I made before these, the the one I made in May, I can't remember if I told you this. I acquired Hardman for Edwards. Okay. Which, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, take that all day. All right. This was the one that this guy swooped in and, like, made my day. I acquired a 2022 first, which is now my third next year. My third first. And a 2023 second. Ooh. And I gave up garoppolo 
Damian Harris, and Nico Collins. I like it. A first and a second for those three guys. I like it. I mean, that's a win and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I showed that to Kurt, and Kurt's like, how did you get a first-round value for Garoppolo? And he just, that's what he offered you? There was no negotiating? Or was Uh, it... He wanted to give me a bunch of crappy players, like Darius Slayton. There were a couple other guys. And the second... I took all the players out and put in the first this year okay. because, you know, people are starting to catch on. 2022 is going to be a weaker class. Mm-hmm. So the first this year, next year, and the third or second the year after that. And he accepted. All right. I was like, man, that is that is a victory right that there. That is a good one. So then the same guy was interested in Zach Ertz. I got a 2022 second for Zach Ertz. Good lord! Have you seen value on him? Value on him like that? I can't give him away. Uh, right? Yeah. Nobody wants him. This guy gave me his 2022 second for. Him. Maybe he's got some either. Either he's related, <laughs> or it's his mom, or he has some inside information that we don't know where he's going. Then it's probably he's related. So then a guy comes to me, he wants Haskins from me, and he offered his 2022 fourth. Okay. What are your initial thoughts on that? Well, Haskins is not going to amount to anything. I mean, he's done, so take right? what you can get for him. I mean, I guess somebody could think that he's going to be Big Ben's replacement, but mm, he won't be. I just don't think no. there's any way, right? No. They'll draft somebody. Yeah. Or bring somebody in. So that was a 2022 fourth I was offered, and I thought to myself, self, self, 2023 is the draft I want. So I so I switched it to a 2023 fourth. Okay, accepted. Did you ever think to maybe try a 2023 third? Yeah, just to kinda... you know, I I didn't just because I was thinking, man, somebody wants Haskins, I'm gonna jump all over that. All right. Then there was a comment in the chat because I picked up I had spots on my on my bench to fill. Sure. So I picked up Mario Williams for Houston, Racy McMath because I like his name, and <laughs> Racy Tam- McMath and Tamorian Terry. Okay. Who's a murderer? <laughs> he is a murderer. <laughs> and so then there's a message in the chat. Actually, it's the same guy that it's the same guy that said, "Oh, I hate that. You should never try to lose that guy." He goes, at our three dog twenty one doesn't have the same moral compass as at zero fg. Hashtag murders welcome. And I said, hey smarty pants, do you mean murderers welcome? <laughs> we'll take all murders. And I got a smart, a little smart emoji. That's I got the great. little graduation cap. I figured that was a little victory, oh, but that's funny. Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny, and that was when I put out the word first. So anyway, <laughs> so my team in that league now, <coughs> Watson, is literally my only quarterback. Okay. Uh, wide receivers: Chark, McLaurin, Mims, Hardman, Rondale Moore. It's a good group of young wide receivers. Yeah, you know, young guys. Yeah. Mo- most importantly, most might not perform right, right. away. Right. Uh, tight ends, Goddard. You know how I feel about Goddard. Goddard, yeah. McKitty. Yeah, that's pretty kind of it. <clears throat> and then those lovely, lovely, terrible running backs who are going to keep me in the running for that 1-1. Yeah. Brian Hill, DJ Dallas, 
uh jeff wilson who died Rykel armstead benny snell mark oh, yeah. ingram oh got yeah a lot of them oh yeah uh, and I do. Although, have, I have Troutman on my taxi Ingram too. May be the best running back on that Texans team. Mm, get him on my taxi. So, there you go. Um, so uh, so I'm, but right now I have three firsts in 2022, three seconds, and then a third, fourth, and fifth. And then I have, in addition to my picks in 2023, I have the extra second. So not bad. Yeah, coming along, coming along, coming and that, along. And that was a team that. And if if Watson plays, yeah. Ooh. Play well, buddy, and then I'm gonna get him off your team. Yeah, get your get your wang out of everybody's face and off my team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times! Oh, All right, Lansky. so you didn't say the mystery theme. What was it? It was gonna be you uh, playing Xbox, mentioning playing Xbox. Oh, that's what I'm gonna do tomorrow morning. Yeah, either Red Dead Two or. <laughs> Okay, can I complain? We, we need to watch the time. But can I just... So, in Red Dead... No, you don't have to literally watch the time. Red Dead Redemption, that right? Gates face. So... Alright, so I play Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. to be an outlaw. I want to shoot people. I want to be a bad person, right? Does That's, anybody be good in that game? Exactly. Okay. So, spoil... If you, if you don't want Red Dead Redemption 2 spoiled for you, you might want to turn, turn it off now. Yeah. But... You know, you play as this character, Arthur Morgan, yeah. throughout the whole thing. He eventually gets double-crossed by his gang, and he gets murdered. No. So the guy you've been playing as, and I, I checked my progress. I'm 75% through the game. Yeah. My guy, Arthur Morgan, he gets murdered by his yeah. own guys. Then it goes, you know, three years later. Is there any way you can prevent it from happening? No, it's like that's part of the story. It's part of the story. All right. So then, three years later, you jump in, and now you are John Marston, one of the one of Arthur Morgan's uh, gang mates who gets away with his wife and kid to start a new life. Okay. So the other day, Wait, I said he gets away with Arthur Morgan's wife and kid. No, 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 with his own wife. Because that would be a hell no, of a twist. They get out and they go do their <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. So, so now I'm playing as John Marston, and I'm and I and I stopped with Arthur Morgan. I had to leave, so I stopped with Arthur Morgan and got killed. So the next time I sit down, I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah, like I know I'm not done with the game. No, so I sit down to play. Left? So I played for like an hour the next day, and you're playing as John Marston, getting his life together and looking for a job, getting a job on a ranch, and doing chores. Literally, I played for an hour and I was building fences. That's like what you do in the and beginning shoveling of the game. manure. That's stupid. I I, I was like, I, what am I doing? I don't want to be the good guy. What is what? Why am I spending my time doing this? And then finally, there's a local gang that his new boss is having problems with that he has oh, to go okay. take care of. And I got to shoot a bunch of people. But Let's I'm just real. like, wh- why? No, no one wants John Marston to get his life together. This is garbage. I was very angry about it. And that's the stuff you do when you start a game to get your XP up. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, and to man. get used to the the different... To use the hammering... Sh- stuff, yes. Shoveling. Yes, exactly. Sawing so. and axing. Sure. All right, are we done here? Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Um, thank you for listening. Uh Shout out to Swill. Thank you so much for yeah, volunteering Swill, your team. Thank you. Hopefully we stayed focused and gave you some information and that was good. Trips right RD twatted us what your rankings oh, are. Geez. That's the thing. Twatted us. 
Bye, Beth. What your rankings are, your hierarchy, if you will, of the four professional sports. Yes, we want to hear that. We we would. Well, Dave wants to. I don't care so much. And Um, you know what? As an added bonus. I will read it off on next week's podcast before we do our draft. Exactly. And then remember, if you want to be in our mock next week, Mm -hmm. please let us know because you get first dibs if you reach out to us. Um, Anybody who wants to is in. So um, that's all we got. So trips right, Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. This was a barn burner. Yeah, it was. Boom. And I'm Ralph. Guys, we're really going to try to do better next week. I mean, we have no choice. (laughs) it's only up from here (laughs) touche thanks for listening guys we love you bye